This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. Well, good for Judge Bruce Reinhardt down there handling the Mar-a-Lago raid by the out-of-control FBI and Department of Justice. More on this in a minute, but first, <clears throat> by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to be worn indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So, go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the My Pillow mattress topper, and My Pillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code Jeff. Now, here's the headline over at Fox News. Judge Reinhardt formally rejects DOJ argument to keep Trump affidavit sealed. Calls raid, quote, unprecedented, unquote. Reinhardt ruled that given the intense public and historical interest, something had to be done. The story reports this, quote, Judge Bruce Reinhardt on Monday admitted the FBI's raid on former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was unprecedented, you think, and formally rejected the Justice Department's argument to keep the affidavit leading to the search under seal, citing the, quote, intense public and historical interest, unquote. Judge Reinhardt, in a filing Monday morning, said he rejects, quote, the government's argument that the present record justifies keeping the entire affidavit under seal. The government, he said, argues that even requiring it to redact portions of the affidavit that could not reveal agent identities or investigative sources and methods imposes an undue burden on its resources and sets a precedent that could be disruptive and burdensome in future cases, Reinhardt wrote. I do not need to reach the question of whether, in some other case, these concerns could justify denying public access. They very well might particularly given the intense public and historical interest in an unprecedented search of a former president's residence. The government has not yet shown that these administrative concerns are sufficient to justify sealing, unquote. Now catch that phrase, quote, an unprecedented search of a former president's residence, unquote. Now there's an understatement. Over there in Newsweek, was this decidedly interesting and considerably relevant piece by one Mike Davis, identified by Newsweek as, quote, the former chief counsel for nominations to then-Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley, and he is the founder and president of the Article Three Project that defends constitutionalist judges and the rule of law. Which is to say, Mr. Davis is exactly the kind of person to reveal the following for Americans outraged over the FBI Mar-a-Lago raid by the Justice Department and FBI. Calling the raid 
unconscionable, quote unquote, in saying that both Attorney General Merrick Garland and FBI Director Christopher Wray should be impeached for authorizing the raid, Davis educates us by saying this, quote, last Monday, the Biden Justice Department crossed a red line by ordering an unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful FBI raid of Trump's home and offices in Mar-a-Lago. The purported purpose of the highly controversial home raid with a brigade of 30 FBI agents, a raid Attorney General Merrick Garland admitted he personally ordered after his aides initially denied that he did, is related to 15 to 25 boxes of presidential records, some of which bureaucrats at the National Archives claim are classified and which Trump took to Mar-a-Lago when he left the White House over 18 months ago. All presidents, he writes, take mementos and other records when they leave office. They don't pack their own boxes. Of course not. The National Archives takes the position that almost everything is a, quote, presidential record, unquote, and the federal government in general overclassifies almost everything, writes Mr. Davis. Even if Trump took classified records, that isn't a crime. The president has the inherent constitutional power to declassify any record he wants in any manner he wants, regardless of any otherwise pertinent statute or regulation that applies to everyone else. The president does not need, he writes, to obtain Congress's or a bureaucrat's permission or jump through their regulatory or statutory hoops to declassify anything. The Supreme Court reaffirmed this in the 1988 case, Department of the Navy v. Egan, saying, quote, the president, after all, is the commander-in-chief of the Army and Navy of the United States, United States Constitution, Article 2, Section 2. His authority to classify and control access to information bearing on national security flows primarily from this constitutional investment of power in the president and exists quite apart from any explicit congressional grant, unquote. Well, thank you, Supreme Court justices, and thank you, Mr. Davis, for calling attention to this. There is the Supreme Court of the United States saying explicitly that a president at the direction of the Constitution has the, quote, authority to classify and control access to information bearing on national security, which flows primarily from this constitutional investment of power in the president and exists quite apart from any explicit congressional Grant. Bingo. And I might say, as many of you know, I used to work for President Reagan. And after his presidency, I was invited to the opening of the Reagan Presidential Library. They had President, then President George H.W. Bush there, plus President Nixon, President Ford, and former President Carter. They were all there. We got a first class tour, and it's divided into two parts. First is the museum where, you know, the knickknacks that you get as president, the king of Saudi Arabia gives you a sword, that kind of thing are all on display. But underground on the top of this mountain where the library sits is a massive, massive room by room vault that contains, yes, indeed, all of Ronald Reagan's presidential papers, classified and not. So this is nothing new that Donald Trump is doing. Which is to say, the entire raid on Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago decidedly crossed a red line, unquote, just as Mr. Davis was saying, executing a decided violation of the former president's Fourth Amendment rights. Recall, will you, the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution reads as follows. 
the quote, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized, unquote. Remember now that they walked off with Trump's three passports, one of which was out of date, but they walked off with all three and then said they didn't do it and then fessed up that yes, they did and they gave them back. Since neither the Department of Justice nor the FBI had the right to raid the Trump home in an unreasonable search and seizure per the Fourth Amendment, much less to seize papers that the 1988 Supreme Court decision specifically gave the president the, quote, authority to classify and control access to information, unquote. This raid was an unconstitutional monstrosity from the moment the FBI stepped uninvited on Mar-a-Lago property. Over there at Ace Reporter John Solomon's Just the News is also this very interesting news on the FBI. Reports John, quote, Another slew of whistleblowers have come forward with misconduct claims against the FBI following the Bureau's raid on former President Donald Trump's Florida estate. FBI field offices in Miami, Salt Lake City, Buffalo, and Newark face accusations that their upper management coerced agents to sign false affidavits, inflated terrorism caseloads to improve their apparent performance, engaged in illicit sexual activities, or concealed those of others, according to the Washington Times. The FBI is completely out of control and its culture and structure needs to change. Not only is the political bias completely out of control and disgustingly obvious, the FBI knows they will not be held accountable for their illegal behavior and misconduct, unquote said one whistleblower in a letter to Representative Louis Gohmert, Republican of Texas, who sits on the House Judiciary Committee. This whistleblower alleged that FBI Director Christopher Wray ignored her allegations of sexual misconduct. Now, when you add all of this together, this, exactly as Mr. Davis calls for, should result in the impeachment of Attorney General Garland and FBI Director Wray. If, as stories report, Republicans win control of the House in a couple months, those impeachments should be job one for the new GOP House, quickly followed by an investigation into the corrupt authoritarian mess that is the decidedly unconstitutional January 6th committee, for which every one of its members and staff should be preserving their own documents. Are you listening, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger? For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views. Thanks for coming, and see you next time.